Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets, brought to you by Standard Bank, your partner for growth on this continent we call home. Hashtag Africa Connected. So Standard Bank and 702 have sent Nigi Iwe across our continent. She is getting insights on uh, doing business, the ease of doing business. And today she joins us on the line from Cote d'Ivoire in Ivory Coast. Nigi Iwe, good morning. Good morning, Tolani. Ooh, so the line oh, there. Bonjour, as we say <laughs> in these parts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell me about your impressions of Ivory Coast so far. You know, Kalani, it's been quite interesting because in all the countries that we've been to so far, Ghana, Mozambique, and Kenya, this is the first time where I felt that we are clearly very, very, very far away from home. And I don't mean that in terms of the physical distance, which, of course, it is the furthest that we've been. Flying here from Johannesburg, you go via Accra, which in itself is a five-and-a-half-hour flight, and then there's a connection of 45 minutes uh, to the capital, the commercial capital, Abidjan. But, Kalani, I'm one of those travelers when I'm going to a destination I've never been to. As the plane makes its descent, I peer over the window like a little child. That's how excited I get. And as the plane made its way from Accra, to Abidjan, the difference in topography, in vegetation, was so vastly different to anything I've ever seen before in my life. This vast swathe of jungle that just went on for kilometers on end, very tropical, very, very distinctly different to what we have in Southern Africa. And I thought, goodness me, I am going to the Gulf of Guinea. And so you feel that it's different. It looks different. And once we were in Abidjan, of course, tropical weather, very, very humid, um, and it can be quite muggy and unpleasant. But I must say, Colin, it's far more comfortable than it was in Ghana. But I think we have acclimatized because of our many travels. So the weather is fairly pleasant, and we're told that this is actually the coolest time of the year, even though uh, most uh, throughout the day it's about 30 degrees and humidity levels of about 80%. Hmm. But it, it, it isn't <laughs> unbearable. The, Abidjan itself is a very lively city. It's the most populous uh, city in West Africa after Lagos. So you can imagine the kind of traffic it has. And also, it's really very pretty because it's situated along this lagoon, which stretches along the entire swath of the city. So any city, I think, which has a body of water in the middle of it can be very attractive, very charming. Of course, the lagoon has its own problems. Um, it, it used to be a huge tourist attraction, but because of levels of toxicity, it makes it slightly unpleasant, but to see uh, the city, it, it is truly magnificent. It's a mix of things because there's a lot of modernity, lots of sophistication, lots of high-rise buildings because of, lot of, of the diplomatic missions that we have here, the African Development Act, and lots of industry as well. But there's a clear sign of the impact that the war has had here at Polani. Some of those buildings looking somewhat run down and derelict and they stand side by side with this modern infrastructure. Mm. And I'm just wondering about then the effects of the war on the state of the economy. I think what is important here, or what is quite distinct, is because the fundamentals of this economy were always quite strong. So it is the cocoa capital of the world. It's, it produces uh, the highest number of cocoa of any other country in the world. But besides that particular commodity, Balani, it's fairly diversified and industrialized, as I said. It has Abidjan as one of the major port cities on the continent. So it was able to recover quite quickly under the management of Alassane Ouattara, who himself is an economist 
economist and had worked for the IMF previously, he was quite determined to ensure that growth happened. And what has happened is that this has been one of the fastest growing economies on the continent over the past few years. If you look at the numbers, in 2015, for example, it grew by 9% um, in, in 2016. It was estimated to grow at levels of 8%. And this year, it's, it's thought, it's forecast to grow by 7%. So very uh, fast, to, uh, uh, very high growth figures, and a lot of it happening post that conflict. So I think if your fundamentals are in place, if there's also determination by those in authority to make sure that things work, that will happen. And that growth has largely been driven, of course, by cocoa, but a big push by government for um, infrastructure development, recovery of that kind of infrastructure, uh, which was affected by the war, so thus creating jobs as well. But diversity also across services, financial services as well, Standard Bank, who, of course, is sponsoring um, our presence here, also just recently came into the territory because they see the opportunities which are now in, in this country. Um, Ivory Coast exports things like pineapples and rubber, and it also builds ships. Now, this is very rare in African economies to have this kind of very vast um, and diverse manufacturing sector as well. So that's what it has going for it. But certainly the war did do a great deal of harm. All right. Nigiwe, listen, thank you very much. We really, really appreciate it. Nigiwe Pikicha reporting for us from the Ivory Coast this morning. And again, for more Nigiwe's travels, go to africaconnected.co. In fact, it's africaconnected.702.co.za. Africaconnected.702.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, they support the aspirations of clients looking for a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with 702 on Africa connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets. Let Standard Bank be your partner for growth on this continent we call home.